0: why hello there fellas hello welcome to another cinema fantastical view and spew review <laughs> i like this new character yeah. <laughs> i'm all I, about it I, I am your host <laughs> <laughs> von rotkowski and welcome to the cabinet of wonders <laughs> I'm trying to get the NPR audience to kind of come in. Well, you gotta do the kind of the British. Well, no, I mean, yeah, you, you could, you could do that lower. sort of thing. But I'm talking more of the stuff that's like the, you know, the British invasion.
1: Oh right, type right of stuff. <clears throat> Ye old British invasion. Should all yeah. have a
2: character and do like Prairie Home Companion. <laughs> <laughs> version.
0: My dog, my dog named Rusty. Not for any other reason. He wasn't red. He wasn't really brown. He loved the lake.
1: <laughs> you just got to put <laughs> some rains. folksy music in behind here, and you'll be covered. Just need a banjo. Exactly. Just a little bit of a banjo. Yep. So welcome to the Prairie Home Companion, everybody. <clears throat> what What did we watch? Um, Lunatics: A Love Story.
0: Yeah. Was this This was mine this was my suggestion yes. yeah this was yes, my find was. Yeah, yeah how did you uh come upon this movie random yeah just random i think it was maybe something that was uh like a facebook post of somebody else from another country Go mm-hmm. well, and look what i scored right and then i was like i have i saw ted ramey on there and i was like i don't know anything hello I thought yeah. i've i seen like every ted ramey thing right, ever and right. And, and then and once I looked just, into it. Yeah, exactly. Not just Ted Raimi. You know, Deborah
1: Foreman.
2: You realize how much of a fake Campbell. fan you
1: are. Right. Yes. Right. <laughs> All these years. <laughs> yeah, artificial. Um and then uh what it, and like and also produced by Sam Raimi,
0: too. Yeah. Uh Renaissance Pictures. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: music by uh, Joseph Loduca did the uh, as you spotted, the music for Evil Dead, Evil Evil Dead Army of Darkness. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, other than the Danny Elfman March of the Dead theme. Right. Know, but yeah. Right. Yeah, definitely. Um good find and so i guess the deal with this one for any viewers slash listeners that um may want to watch this
0: is that it's not available in the united states is that correct so yeah this is uh, umbrella entertainment uh they are an australian distributor uh that you can still buy copies of this movie and have it sent directly to you i think it is a region four Yeah, it'll be a
2: PAL disc, so you need.
0: Uh, No, it is an NTSC. Really? Okay, but it's just in region four, uh, and it is. is, You can also watch it on YouTube. Oh, cool! Somebody somebody did place it on YouTube. Awesome! Awesome! uh, That's
2: www.youtube.com. Yeah, for those if you haven't heard of it,
0: (laughs) HTTP colon forward slash forward slash (laughs) www.youtube one word dot com
1: are there any capitals in any capital letters in that no i it's get all that all the case. time when i'm like talking to customers and i'm giving them a website address I'm like is that capitalized right like, no you can just do it lower That's aol fine. keyword
0: <laughs> Yes. Course. right
1: yeah, yeah definitely go to your aol aim <laughs> uh good find though I, what, what did you guys think of this
2: movie yeah. um yeah it was it was it was a fun movie i uh, as i alluded to last week I had seen it before. Okay. Late '90s, when I went on my Evil Dead phase as a right. youngster, and I was like, I need to see everything that this that Bruce Campbell's involved with. Yeah, t- to any degree. That really cleared up. Um, but I don't remember almost uh-huh. any of it. Well, right. you said yeah. you
0: found it, uh, or you rented it on VHS. Yeah, yeah. When you it were just VHS. going to Video Update or mm-hmm. wherever it was. Yep. Uh, so, and I've never, I like I said, I have never heard anything about this even at that time. And we discussed before we started watching the movie that uh, I was like you, I would go and I would take advantage of how many you could buy if you had a membership or to rent with a mm-hmm. membership rent your three or six that you could grab at that time go home right watch as many as you could go back the same day and then grab you know the extra ones to totally. fill your, your queue
1: didn't they make it something it's like you could rent more like the longer you had a membership or something is that is that the correct thing I might be thinking of something else
0: I don't know I just remember the tail end of Blockbuster when I was living in Minneapolis and I could essentially walk to the Blockbuster right uh, you could you could take out x amount of movies at one time or Mm -hmm. whatever tv shows didn't matter what it was um but that's how i saw a lot of tv series that i didn't get you know picked up on or i would just go to i don't know the foreign section and go a and then just go you know systematically all the way down the line i did that when i worked at a a video store as well there was i didn't i didn't feel necessarily competition from him but i I loved his ambition because that's what he started to do. He, Because we would always rent out to each other. So if they happen to be in line and get off work, I always noticed. I was like, well, what are you doing? Because it seems like you're going alphabetically through all the different genres he's like yeah no i started from that side of the building (laughs) in the dramas started going going all the way down and now i'm into like you know action and whatever i'm just like oh my god that's crazy but i love it yeah i gotta respect that kind of game for sure (laughs) absolutely you know you're gonna get what you get and that's kind of what you know this was is that's kind of the spirit of this Mm -hmm. of this program too uh and I I did enjoy it. I think I got exactly what I was expecting out of it because mm-hmm. it didn't really break out of that crew of the the Renaissance pictures of Sam Raimi, the Ted Raimi, the Bruce Campbell stuff. Um, you have like Crime, Crime Wave, Wave, which is mm-hmm. also a really good find, and it had more. I mean, that was Sam Raimi directing it as well, but uh, you could see some of the elements of what I think where this came from was the guys that. Uh, Work closely together with the um, uh, Xena, Hercules. Right. Yeah, you know, the, All the stuff that the New Zealand stuff that they were doing. Um, and it, didn't you say it was one of the director had connections? Yeah, so the writer, director, director,
1: he directed like nine episodes of Xena. He directed one of the um, Hercules TV movies that they did. Okay. Um, he was uh, somebody who was. Like, I guess he, you know, is one of those people, kind of like Bruce Campbell, who's like, shows up in Ted, in uh, Sam Raimi movies, you know, like Ted Raimi also, uh, where he'll just be in there. So, he's like a little bit part in Army of Darkness. Um, sure. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, again, part of the, the Raimi family, you know, that kind of does yeah. stuff together.
0: Yeah. They were real tight during that time period yeah. of the 90s. So, this just seemed like something, hey, do you have something, or he probably went to Sam and said, hey you know i got something and yeah, said, well, yeah sure. let's just let's just do this little thing
2: when did uh renaissance really kick off because this was i i thought that this was a late 90s movie uh based on when i rented it and uh-huh. discovered it but right, i was right. surprised to find that it was 91 oh yeah I, this is which, like, which means it predates army of yeah i mean it predates yep. uh all the tv series i'm pr- fairly certain mm-hmm. zena didn't start until later right mid mid 90s maybe was yeah. Man Hercules? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it so, was like so early So, this to would mid. have been pre the TV realm. Right. That they were operating within. I mean, Renaissance started with Evil Dead 2, right? I mean, that was Rosebud. I thought it was I mean, still Rosebud, wasn't it? Or, no, did, did they have the co production? Rosebud was a. Because
0: Renaissance name is Sam on. Raimi and I can't remember who the other guy was. Rod Tapert? Rod Tapert, yeah. Right. But I don't know what.
1: I, don't know. I will definitely yeah. say that um you know, it feels like Sam Raimi's fingerprints are all over this movie, though. Um, and that's not always the case. Like, I was just talking about uh, one of the movies that had slipped through the cracks for me was um, The Grudge. Uh, you know, the remake of The Grudge. But, um, you know, the remake of Juwan, I guess. But um, that movie is also produced by Sam Raimi. That's, like, during that time that he was just producing a lot of, like, horror movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and that also has Tate Raimi in it. But, like, I mean, that movie couldn't be any more different than... Than the other kind of you know the Renaissance output, and um, I definitely don't feel that was the case with this one. You know, with things like the 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 camera cutting, the the stop motion that was used in it, even just the kind of the wackadoo sense of uh, comedy, almost like quasi Three Stooges kind of stuff right. that you see. I mean, it, this felt very much uh, if 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 you like that Sam Raimi style. I think you would definitely get a kick
0: out of this. But it was, like, generic Sam Raimi sure, style. Sure, sure. He'd be probably what I would assume is the director. You know, he's... Well, I guess so later he worked a lot with Sam, uh-huh. if we're looking at the mm-hmm. timeline. Right. Uh, but this, this has a little bit more elements of what Sam would have approached certain things, but
2: doesn't really nail it well this is this is again early in that timeline this is post evil dead 2 but pre army of darkness so it's actually kind of an important film if you think about it you have this is uh if you took evil dead 2 and you which is largely a comedy let's let's be Mm -hmm. honest but if you actually dialed down the horror elements and just raised the volume on the the comedy largely a similar plot in a way yeah hmm. uh it's a guy hmm. in a room for right. for yep. a large portion of the movie slowly going insane yep um well he's well, start, yeah, starts off say, insane. yeah he I starts mean, insane yeah the, <laughs> but he starts evil dead 2 insane too because right. of the events of the prior film or the prior you know night
1: right right
2: um and you have everybody there that was already there on the set of evil dead 2 uh Bruce Campbell is the antagonist here, instead of the protagonist, which is, he's kind of plays a few roles, I think, but I think he's only yep. credited for the one. Uh, yeah, so it, that comedy kind of bleeds into Army of Darkness, mm-hmm. because Army of Darkness, of course, is completely a comedy. And uh, that those comedic elements really go into the Hercules and Xena franchises. Oh yeah, so, right. definitely. Yeah, so it's, it's just kind of the genesis of it.
1: I mean, I do say I was kind of expecting with this film to be more along the lines of something like a Xena slash Hercules. And I did like this more than that. I, I mean, to be fair, full disclosure, I was never really a big fan of those shows. There was something, like, so ultra cheap about them that, like, it just always kind of drove me up the wall. And it was just not my
0: thing. And redundant, I thought.
1: Sure. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, th- I feel the quality was higher on this. I mean, it comes from that interesting time, which is like, you know, of course this time is gone now, but where everything was film right like you didn't have digital so even like really low budget movies like this like still look kind of good just because they were shot on film um so that's one thing i liked about it i think it did have a good look to it um i do think it was you know actually you know kind of a romantic little story um and i liked i just liked the whole you know it kind of reminded me a little bit of of almost things like brazil right where it's like you have somebody's like living in their head uh at the same time as having to live in the real world and i, I really liked the way that they manifested it um you know which we have basically one of his uh, tormentors is played by uh bruce campbell and bruce campbell actually plays two roles in this film um but as one of those roles he's a doctor who's always wearing like a like a like a you know surgeon's mask mm-hmm. um and is just constantly attacking him um but you have you know most Moments like that. You've got the spiders. Um, It's just like I have all these really cool moments of like seeing what's happening inside of his head that I feel were really interesting. And there's some really good gags in here. Like I really like the... um one with a couch where he's like on a couch with yeah. her and he's like yeah. backing up from her and the camera's going back but they like literally must have you know went out and got like a really they must have built it or something but a really really yeah. long version of that same couch um so that they could have this gag of just having it go backwards
2: as the ca- you know as yeah, it's, there, back. it's not just a stretch right of the yeah, image. Yeah, yeah. it actually is a much longer couch exactly. yeah, there's, there's
0: yeah. no cgi yeah. You know, yeah so yeah absolutely so
1: i think it did have some really interesting videos Visual gags that way you, you you called
2: attention to the phone gag
1: oh the, yeah. The
2: six, 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 yeah six yeah yeah exactly six, six, six. all the buttons on the phone was the six.
1: right yeah so he's like done. yeah exactly and you look looking at they're all sixes on there and i like how like the recording she's also like please hang you know please get a life hang up you know and everything
0: like that uh so that was cool well and for the time the stop motion was actually really good Oh, yeah. I mean, he knew that it was stop motion, but the fluidity of right. the spider, especially at the end, yeah, uh, was fantastic. Totally. I um, mean, that could have been really herky-jerky, but somebody mm-hmm. who, they, they knew what they were doing. And it's right.
2: only a few years after... Something like Robocop with the Ed two oh nine style motion. I mean which it looks not that good. Sure. But but comparatively Well, I mean I yeah,
0: I'm saying as far as fitting into the scene, mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. didn't look that good, but I'm saying the fluidity Sure.
1: I also kind of think good. that
0: they're going for that you know if you look at even what happened with like um,
1: you know army of darkness which was after this the stop motion also doesn't look that good uh, but i kind of think that's what they're like hey you know what this is fine we want this kind of like harry mm-hmm. kind of a look we don't mind if it looks a little dated it's all that's kind of the the approach they're going for um so yeah i, I really thought that it worked pretty well um yeah. and uh I don't know. I I really liked. I I definitely think probably my favorite was the uh, was the the thing with the. Um, You're hitting my camera. Oh, careful groovy So, um, uh, but yeah, no, I really liked the uh, the rap part too. Yeah. Uh, so he like puts on a he puts on a record and uh, and, and like these three rappers come out, which mm-hmm. I guess are portrayed by Detroit's Most Wanted, which is a, a, a you know a group that I'm not familiar with. Um, but they uh, uh, they Probably they do for a reason right? Yeah, yeah, they do this they do this uh, this song about um, about about how he's having like a meltdown. <laughs> you know,
2: um, very fat boy. yeah yeah yeah. uh uh, randy not not even that great sure more more fat boys houdini type right right
1: right yeah absolutely um and i think again like we talked about like there's uh there's that one shot uh from inside the record player that you see it's like out of the little the little window where you change the the radio you actually see them through that it's a very inventive shot Yeah, yeah yeah there's a lot of just inventive things in here i think actually there's um Interestingly not planned at all but i think there's a lot of parallels between what we watched last week with st bernard mm-hmm. and this you know not just the elements of somebody's losing their mind but like something that's really obviously a labor of love from somebody who's mm-hmm. had all these ideas and i think that's like a really interesting thing when you have a filmmaker who hasn't made a ton of films they've kind of stored up all of this stuff and they've always thought you know and i'm sure they're uh, somebody who's a, a big fan of the films right and they who they this is an idea, this is an idea, this is an idea. And they just kind of put them all together into one film. And this is their big hurrah. Um, I think that was a lot of the case in St. Bernard. And this is a lot of the case in this one as well. Yeah. Um, you know, I think St. Bernard was definitely a better film than Lunatics, but I, I, they were both clearly labors of love. And I will say, I mean, I just, I, I didn't like look at my clock once through this movie. I just, I was never like, Oh, when's this movie going to end? Right.
0: You know? Yeah. Yeah. I thought the pacing was good. Uh, yeah and I thought that too as like am am I picking stuff you know and that's kind of this through thread of something right. you know that's that's common from you know th- this and that but you know
2: i don't know if, it if but the box is right it's 83 minutes so if you yeah. looked at your watch that would have been a very bad thing <laughs> so.
0: yeah well and that's good and, and i think that
1: says something i think a lot of these movies i've talked about you know previously these movies don't need to be over 90 minutes right. long and if you just trim some of this i mean a lot of movies like this can be totally fine as 80 minute movies and that's a good thing uh i was just watching a Attack the Block recently, which I think is a perfect film, and Attack the Block's 90 minutes, like, on the nose, and thank God, because it doesn't need to be any longer than that. I really wish more people would do that kind of thing, stop padding out their films with scenes that are not necessary. Honestly, I think you could have even probably cut, like, a good five minutes from this film, and it would have made it a stronger film, Um, but, you know, I think for the most part, it was very tightly paced.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's some, there's, I... Well, I was pleasantly surprised that even with a scene that involved Ted talking to his mom on the phone, even though that was a pretty long sequence and he was just pacing back and forth in the room, they actually would cut to his feet. Right. So actually they did do some cuts as opposed to they just could have like put it the static camera just kind of, you know, moved it back right. and forth. Yeah. Just to get him in the room. Not that that made that conversation any more stimulating and they <laughs> probably just could have truncated that down to, you know, just its right. its core. But at least it it was a it was a callback or you know it was foreshadowing to what totally. the events that were happening in the future right it's just that they could have tightened that up just a little bit oh, yeah. so a couple little tightening bits here and there uh have you ever seen the movie bug um no i the have not 70s movie
2: no, the, no no the, I, I the later
0: that. it was it the william friedkin one with uh, uh it's
1: based on a play
0: too i believe oh is it yeah. well that makes that yeah. makes a lot of sense yeah. um yeah. michael shannon and uh, an Ashley uh, in Ashley in judd movie? yeah yeah w- it's it's a fantastic movie, and there were some elements that kind of reminded me of that, mm-hmm. too. It, you know, there's, there's different, more kind of crazy things that happen in Bug, but uh, not too dissimilar to this. Um, but, you know... Competent movie, nothing yeah. too uh graphic. Maybe a, well, there are a couple cringy scenes of the you know the Me Too thing of like you're, uh, uh, yeah. But
1: um I mean, at least in that case, I mean, you are talking yeah. about like street gangs and stuff, you know. it's So
0: I think that that's a bit you know. More well, there's that, and there's some things that Ted did that was. Oh, right. Really stepping over the line. Yeah, yeah. Quite a bit. One that, I mean, I know he was reacting to something that was in his head. Uh huh. But stopping her at the door and then, you know, just basically assaulting oh, her.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Before totally. she
0: left. Right. Was just not, that was completely uncouth. Yeah, yeah, definitely.
2: Well, Ted wasn't in the right frame of mind right, as, a, as right. a character either. He so. hasn't been in the right frame of mind in <laughs> yeah. the entire
0: movie. Yeah, 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 for sure. Maybe at the end he.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, you got to think he's probably not cured. Uh, but, but you know, what I do like but is he's that. He's there. He pulls off the tinfoil, man. Right, right. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's true. Um, yeah, well, we're, we're, we're luckily we, we get to cut off the movie for the relapses, you know? Right. But she's also got her issues as well. Yeah. Um, and I do like Deborah Foreman, um, who I don't remember her character's name in the film Nancy. 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 Okay, gotcha. But so I I, I liked Nancy um, in the movie. I, I think that, you know, she's obviously got some of her own issues she's somebody who's like you can tell just very early on she's somebody who's you know she's always trying to I don't know there's there's a word for it but she's always trying to like you know fix things and save things save people I don't know exactly what the the, the correct terminology for that is but you see one of the first things she's doing is she sees this like plant which is kind of like this old dead plant in, in a garbage and she like oh she wants to, like save yeah, a pot, it
0: a potted plant that's yeah, on its last legs yeah
1: exactly you know so she she like grabs that and then she like sees a dog <laughs> that she wants to save and ends up running in the street and dying um, you know, she obviously, there's this guy who's played by Bruce Campbell with a, a beautiful rat tail, <laughs> by the way. Um, and she is obviously followed him across the country to Los Angeles. From um, Iowa. From Iowa. Um, and then, you know, but but you can tell that's probably, again, part of her personality is that she's like, oh, I can fix him, right? You know, I can right. make him better. So that's like this consistent issue that she has. Um, but she also feels that she. She's cursed, you know, that that everything she does, she's like ending up you know, everything bad happens because she tries to help these people. Um That's her catchphrase. Yeah, exactly. That she's cursed. Yeah, she's cursed, cursed. exactly. So but she obviously has some issues. She's not, you know, whatever like full on schizophrenic like he is, um, but she's definitely got some issues as well. So, you know, I think this is you know in its way this is a precursor to like silver linings playbook you know think, sure. like, you know that that is kind of what this is and 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 it's i think it's a cute story i don't think there's not a whole lot here it's very straightforward mm-hmm. um you know but it's just about these two damaged people who end up finding each other and you know kind of find strength in one another but it's also just a, a really good vehicle for some cool Visual gags, some good, you know, little like early '90s special effects. Um, a lot of love and just like, just again, a lot of love on the screen, you know, and that's what I like. It's like. You don't feel it's it's not cynical at any point, you know. Is it something I would say people should rush out and watch? Definitely not, but. I would say that, like, especially if you're, like, a, a Raimi, you know, completist, yep. mm-hmm. you absolutely watch it. It's it's certainly worth your time. Definitely not a very bad movie. Um, and a lot of these little low-budget movies, like, they are just like, ugh, you know. And so, sure, there's something to like there, but this is mostly just BS. Don't feel that way with this one.
2: Yeah, I, I concur in that in that element. I think it's completely worth watching. I don't think that it's... We're celebrating and uh, mm. i think it's it's a it's an interesting footnote in the the raimi universe of right. films um not that he directed it and i want to make that sure clear. sure Um uh,
1: and have we mentioned the director yet i think we should bring that up at least it's uh where is it
2: where, where is he at jack something yeah
1: okay josh josh oh. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> By the way, I don't think we introduced ourselves. I'm Joshua T. Ruth.
0: <laughs> That's my I'm name. I'm the director of Lunatics, Josh.
1: <laughs> uh, but Josh Becker. It's Josh Becker is his name. Writer and director Josh Becker.
2: Deborah Foreman is... I don't know her story. I don't know a lot about her, you know, personally. But I think she's kind of an unsung actress. Mm-hmm. She hasn't. Mm-hmm. She didn't have a lot of lead roles in her career. And right. I don't know if that was by choice or, you know, by the system. Probably not by choice. Um, Famously, she was in Valley Girl. Which is uh-huh. probably your biggest movie that everybody would recognize her from today. Right. Um, Anne reminded me she was in the original April Fool's oh, Day. April Fool's. Uh, and My Chauffeur, which is another 80s comedy that's like kind of uh, a cult comedy it's not one that people really think about
1: right also a real genius and real
2: genius yeah um i don't remember her part being very significant in it but the uh i think this is a good uh avenue if you if you're interested in seeing other of her work uh, other than valley girl this she's front and center in this whole movie yep. oh, yeah for the most part and i think it's it, it's good it's sad that she, she's not in more stuff right right well and
0: yeah. then ted ramey how many like lead roles has he ever right. had and, uh, but yeah. now in this one he was theodore theodore, theodore ramey. ramey right
1: <laughs> <laughs> absolutely yeah it's a good point um
0: so yeah, he's I not can't... playing like fake shemp this time like he is you know he's like yeah. the lead person he's not yeah. just
2: somebody's legs right in the
0: scene yeah. right Right. Yeah, I can't think. Can I? Can you guys think of any lead roles
1: he's had besides this?
0: Not off the mean, top of my he's, head.
2: He's played full characters in xena and Hercules. Sure. Okay. Yeah, but he's that, not Top Bill. No, he was Top right, Bill in this. Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. Certainly not something like a romantic lead. You know. No, Definitely. he's kind
2: of the Clint Howard on the Fringe. You know, person. Right. Uh, but I think he, I think he's he does a fine job. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, it's a fine movie. I mean,
1: I would, you know, just like, especially if you place it in its time, you know, I would have watched this above a lot of other output in 1991, Mm -hmm. you know? Absolutely. There's so much just nonsense, especially straight-to-video stuff. Just a lot of just real BS was coming out, and I would have placed this just because of, like, its visual inventiveness and stuff like that. I mean, I would have placed it a lot higher. It's a little more of a tough sell now because we have so many different choices of things to watch and our time is a lot more valuable but i think especially of that time in 91 i think had i watched this back then it would have been a little bit of a revelation not not a huge one um but i would have definitely been like "Ooh, this is a really cool movie i could have seen this movie making you know honestly probably even my maybe my top 20 in 1991 Mm. if i'd seen it back then you know but Again now well, I think
0: I think the the best way that it's been put so far is if you are a fan of the, the Rameys. Mm-hmm. uh you know I want to see more from Deborah Foreman Bruce Campbell you got to see everything that Bruce Campbell is in sure. that's mm-hmm. why and this it's, this it's, one
2: that's why I picked this out some good Bruce Campbell in this too yeah mean Bruce Campbell too like, yeah like like the character he plays an army of darkness dialed up, <laughs> right? Like where he's just complete misogynist. Yeah, and I didn't feel like I needed more
0: of him. I thought maybe he would be the scene stealer. Right, you could tell the physicality, especially at the end when the other girl leaves and he like kind of does his his thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 that he just excels at. Uh, and the first thing that popped in my mind is like, why can't Ted be more like? physical in the way that bruce is physical and i i would have thought that if they switched roles how much of a different movie it would be oh yeah Yeah. because ted put in you know his most physicality I think to he, it he did he the best he could and yeah but he, he didn't have moments. the same i mean bruce campbell's you know, just a physical comedy
1: genius right you know it's like you just yeah. i think it's hard to operate on the level of that guy but even
0: when you saw like four seconds right of bruce kind of letting his body do his thing and that in that fluid right. way that he does uh animated way that he does i i just that just for that few seconds totally i was like how would this movie be so much more different but i still enjoyed it yeah i really didn't think it was that bad at all no definitely. i think, so. think
2: bruce was more of a we want to give ted ramey a, a chance you know to no and to i, re- I realize that yeah let's gather all of our friends you know yeah. to support
0: exactly yeah. yeah and i and i don't i don't fault it for that yeah. but i'm just saying just in those couple little seconds right i had that in my head how much different it'd be but then it'd just be evil dead 2 Right. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And, or
0: what would they? You know, they say like you know, speed on a boat or whatever. You know, whatever <laughs> right, the phrase. Right. You know, that'd sure. be the same thing. It's like yeah, Evil Dead in an apartment. Totally.
2: Totally. With yeah. no demons, right? <laughs> except the ones you create yourself. You also
1: Correct. do get a little uh, cameo as uh, Bruce Campbell as Edgar Allan Poe in this movie. Yeah,
2: that was great. So you know if
0: that's if that piques your interest, I was still waiting for Jim Morrison to pop up. I, <laughs> right. That just would have brought it up. You know, just another notch. Yeah. But yeah,
2: yeah. If you only see one Jim Morrison movie from 1991, <laughs> see the Doors. Wait, is that when <laughs> did the Doors come 91. out? 91. 91? Wow. So uh, I said it would have been a good crossover right. if you could have got Val Kilmer. Oh, that would have been so good. Probably at that time. Yeah, no, probably not. Now, <laughs> now, dot dot dot. Yeah. Now.
0: Exactly. Shame on you. <laughs> Probable well thanks guys that was lunatics a love story
2: (sighs) sean what is next Next. what do we have next on the docket next we are watching uh, voyage of the rock aliens nice i've never seen before neither have i
0: no, I mean, but definitely not. <laughs> yeah, wow. I've, I, I haven't even watched a
1: trailer right. or anything.
0: Again, a cast, a movie. I've, ne- I didn't even hear about, know anything about until recently. And Voyage like, of oh the oh Rock Aliens. Yeah, yeah. But
2: Sean, you were aware of it. I was aware. That it existed because I've seen the movie poster, the one sheet pop up on a lot. I've been collecting posters for 30 years now. So I've seen it pop up. I've seen people request it. uh, But I've never actually known anything about the movie. And I just watched the trailer recently because somebody threw it at me, and I, I, and I, <laughs> I, I am equally regretful that I know anything about it now. So right. they did the clockwork orange also, thing where yeah, they opened up yeah. your eyes and made you watch yes. it, yeah. it's just like that. Uh, but I'm very excited to see it now, awesome. even, even after seeing the trailer. Nice. So I mean, I th- yep. yeah, am I think
0: it's one of the on rare board. things where I it it showed you a lot. Mm-hmm. The trailer does, but it doesn't give away anything that you wouldn't maybe expect from it. But uh, we'll see what happens. Cause I'm a, I didn't I'm a watch music nerd,
2: from, especially from that era, so I'm I'm psyched
0: for yeah, it. Yeah, sure. me too. Nice. It should just be wall to wall music mm-hmm. and Piazzadora.
2: Yes. Craig hey, Schaffer. I'll take it.
1: Wait. wait so who else? Piazzadora. Who else? Craig Schaefer.
0: Oh, nice. Awesome. That's why I'm surprised because I, you know, Nightbreed is one of my favorite movies of all time. Same. So again, yeah. it's the same thing with this. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to gather up as much as I could of of his work at totally. that time and another one that just flew under the radar.
2: Voyage so, of the Rocket A- Aliens is on YouTube. Yes. The so if you want to see it
0: before we, you know, view and spew everywhere, you can check it out there i had to get it from a german distributor so there is no u.s release i think there's like maybe a vhs release back in the day but i'm sure um you know i just elected to
2: get the dvd copy from that's a clear Germany. cut case where it's got to be the soundtrack holding it back
0: i would assume so Being i mean we'll see and then once we film. see who's credited for what um yeah could be the case Right. or said. Uh uh-uh, uh, no way. This is not going to be. Mean, she has that oh, kind of clout. Know. Pia drew a line in the sand. Maybe at that time. Pia's well, she like, did a lot I'm of canvas stuff later on, but, anyways. Uh, thanks again. Thank you. For coming out. This is a lot of fun. It's always a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, I look forward to next time. Sean really looks forward to next time. <laughs> yes. And next time, we'll see you next time. Next time. Thanks, guys. Take care. Ha, ha, ha.